News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. Everyone, thanks for being here right on radio. My name is Jeff. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world, where I'll show you the real world, both visible and invisible, and you decide how you want to live. And that is very much true of this particular show. We're going to talk about the real world, perhaps some uncomfortable truths, and you're going to decide how to live in it. And yes, some of this is visible and some of this is invisible, but we're going to live in reality today. Uh, for those of you who are watching on video, you, as you can see the top of my screen says the quote from the Bible, John 8, 32, the truth will set you free. So I'm going to give you some hard truths in this. I'm going to give you some hard facts the purpose of this is not to scare you. In fact, there is a lot of fear porn about this subject, and I've studied it deeply, and I'm going to give you a really balanced outlook on it. And stay tuned to the very end because I've got a couple very important announcements that you're going to want to here. So, of course, we are talking about an EMP attack. You've heard me talk about this before on the show. And quite candidly, this is probably my greatest fear in life. Uh, obviously, I fear the Lord more than anything. And we're called not to have fear. But let me explain. I am fearful if an EMP or a grid attack happens, I will not be able to get in touch with my daughter, with my grandson, with my father, my sister, my nieces, my nephews, my friends, my loved ones. Very real scenario. Um, there's also a lot of suffering that could potentially happen uh, in the event of something like this. And, I want to tell you that in the coming weeks, I'm working on something right now um, that we're going to start talking a lot about preparedness. In fact, I'm going to be launching a community very soon. And a big part of this community will be us as a community sharing and logging into one place a bunch of preparedness tips and things. And we can also, you know, help each other. Uh, geographically, things like that. So it's really important. Um, I've got a lot of facts here, so I want you to listen closely. But I'm going to play a couple news clips as well. And the first one I'm going to play was really, this came out on the news at the time that Trump had just become inaugurated. So this video is years old. <laughs> um it's gotten worse since this video, but I like it because it's short and it gets to the point. So let me play this. And by the way, if you're just listening on Podbean, uh, the audio will completely suffice for this. So let me start with this short clip. 
We are going to start with that news that China has revealed it successfully test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile that could reach the United States. The announcement of last month's test is seen by many as a show of force against the new Trump administration as tension builds between the world's two superpowers. Kim Mok-yeon starts us off. China's defense ministry confirmed on Sunday that the country succeeded last month in test launching a new version of an intercontinental ballistic missile. However, the ministry stressed the launch was only for testing purposes, adding that it did not aim at a specific country. The flight test of the Dongfeng 5C missile that can carry up to 10 nuclear warheads was launched from the Taiwan Space Launch Center in Shanxi province and flew to a desert in western China. Experts say the launch elevates Beijing's nuclear capabilities to the next level as it puts America within its coverage area. The announcement comes amid rising speculation China might construct a new port in the South China Sea. The People's Daily reports that with the possibility for China's second aircraft carrier to be deployed on the South China Sea, it's highly likely a new port will be built in the area. The news comes amid a period of heightened tension between China and the U.S. in the wake of Donald Trump's inauguration as the president of the United States. Kim Mogyan, Arirang News. The president say to parents out there. So I want to make a couple points on that video. Uh, so that's going back to like 2016. They have a missile that's intercontinental that can carry up to 10 different nuclear warheads. Uh, newsflash, in the last two years, both China and Russia, who are working together, and both have a common interest of the United States not succeeding, both of them have now been using hypersonic missiles. There is no defense for them. So why the clip with the warhead that can hold up to 10 nuclear? Because you have to understand about an EMP weapon, it bursts in the air. And the more bursts, the more coverage. It doesn't... It doesn't mean a mushroom cloud and a big ball of flames going off, okay? Uh, these could be detonated, you know, 20 miles in the atmosphere, 100 miles in the atmosphere. And they can cover. So what does an EMP do? An EMP is an electromagnetic pulse weapon. We've had them for years in the United States. Uh, North Korea also has them. China has them. Russia has them. I'm sure that Israel has them as well. And it's rumored that Iran has them also. An EMP, it doesn't have to be a nuclear detonation in the air. It could be a suitcase bomb more localized. It can be launched out of the back of a pickup truck and shot up 50 feet or 100 feet. Um, it could be delivered in a uh, back of a van and just, you know, exploded locally. And these have potentials to take out entire cities. 
when I say take it out again, not the explosion, not a fireball. They take out all the circuitry. Nothing electronic that you have will work unless it's really, really old technology before it had a chipset. So your phones, your vehicles, your house appliances, all this stuff is very, very vulnerable to you. I'm going to tell you a couple of statements that I heard. So I just, I watched an interview uh, with somewhat of an expert on it. He, a man that, uh, and I didn't write down his name shamefully, but he made a movie called uh, grid down power up. I'm going to probably feature that on the show here in the very near future, but he made a bold statement saying that, you know, the most important things in life. Well, first of all, air and water. Uh, we can't survive without air, obviously. We can only survive without water for three days as a species. Do you know that uh, if you live in a municipality or anything like that, if there's no electricity, there's no water? So electricity to many people is more important than the water because without electricity, you can't get the water. They pump the water up into the reservoirs and the reservoirs can be gravity fed and it's a pressurized system depending on the municipality you live in. But this is very, very real. So there's a whole bunch of possibilities here for an EMP attack. Uh, it has been made very clear. There are uh, CIA whistleblowers. There's uh, all kinds of people have come out in the last several years saying that actually the number one attack on any country right now, like if, if someone was going to attack the United States, it would be done with an EMP type of attack. Now, I had mentioned it could be in a suitcase, it could be in a truck, it could be a warhead that goes over top. It can also be a cyber attack. There's some interesting statistics to back this up. In the United States, you have, for your power grid, you have major transformers, and you probably drive by them, you know, occasionally, you know, power center nor in your town it's surrounded with a chain link fence these transformers are the size of a building they're hundreds of tons to get them into a city or something like that they have to be you know sometimes you have to take down overpasses you have to move power lines you have to there's all kinds of things to get these things they're huge and right now, uh, there are some manufacturers in the United States, but a lot of them are manufactured in Germany, in China, of course, uh, and other countries. Why do I say that? If we needed a bunch of transformers quick, did you know it takes 18 months to build a single transformer? There's already, year, you know, three year, four-year backlog on building transformers because of the EMP attacks that have happened in the Ukraine. 
folks, this is very, very real. In the United States, there are approximately 55,000 transformers. Now listen to this. 55,000 transformers in the United States. If someone knew what they were doing, all they would have to do is take out nine transformers and the grid goes down across the entire country. If you hated America, that might be part of your plan. What would happen if the power grid went out? And by the way, if, if there was a worst case scenario, catastrophic uh, event where the entire country goes down and that's not likely and I can prove it's not likely. Okay. So I'm not trying to sell you fear here, but if it did happen, the Congress actually, so a, let me get the name of them here. Um, There's a special commission to study appointed by the U.S. government with our top scientists and everything to study this a few years ago. And they say if there was an EMP attack on the nation's grid, power would be out for a minimum of six to nine months. And it would actually take years and years to recover from it. Remember in Texas uh, two years ago, there was just a power outage, a pretty large one. And, you know, some were out for three days, some were out for two weeks. You know, over 200 people died from that isolated power outage. They say, this report to Congress says that if there was a power outage for nine months, 90% of the American population would die. That's over 300 million people. This is scary, folks. Out of those, uh, all those transformers, there's at least... 300 of our major transformers that were built in China and put into the United States grid. There's a lot of experts also that have confirmed that in many places in our grid, there is malware, a Trojan horse, planted and sitting dormant and just waiting for someone to do a keystroke and zap what the extent of that would be. I don't know. As I said, I'm not trying to scare you, but we need to have a real conversation about this. Um, there was actually a good article or a news story on 
CBN, which I normally don't turn to for news, but I thought they put together a pretty comprehensive package, and this is fairly recent. I'm going to play you this video. It's about five minutes in length, and then I have a ton of stuff to follow up with this. So stick around. This is important, folks. This could be one of the most important shows. Uh, and let me let me just say this. Um, the thumbnail, you know, in a few weeks, you could live here. Like zombie apocalypse, folks. If you can't get food, if you can't get water, if you have no communication with anyone, people will be at their worst. It won't take long. So this is a very, very real scenario, but we have some good news and some answers as well. Let's watch this short video, and I think it has just a bunch of good information, and so you know I'm not making this up, okay? From natural phenomena to cyber hacks, like the massive SolarWinds operation and recent attack to the colonial gas pipeline, security experts warn it's clear that most businesses and key infrastructure, like power grids across this country, are woefully unprepared to meet such threats. They went after our gas and they went after our hot dogs. No one is out of bounds here. Everyone is in play. Lawmakers like Senator Bob Hall of Texas also worry that means hackers could be just a few keystrokes away from turning the lights out in cities around our country. We are certainly vulnerable across the board to uh, natural and man-made threats to our electrical grid system that could render it unrepairable in our lifetime. Paul tells CBN News that he's especially concerned about an electronic magnetic pulse or EMP attack against the grid. It entails a simply one uh, small nuclear weapon uh, being detonated above the central part of the United States over Nebraska, Kansas area would put out a uh, create a pulse from coast to coast and border to border that would totally annihilate our electric system. There's really no excuse for the country to be vulnerable to EMP. Dr. Peter Pry, a former CIA intelligence officer, sits on the Department of Homeland Security's EMP task force. He's out with a report this week concluding that North Korea is now in possession of EMP weapons so strong that no electric grid could survive from such an attack. North Korea almost certainly has developed super EMP weapons. These are nuclear weapons that are specialized to produce extraordinarily powerful electromagnetic pulse effects. And it would make it, along with Russia and China, one of the few nations in the world that has these weapons. San Antonio, Texas is now leading the nation's efforts to defend against such electromagnetic threats. In collaboration with the Air Force's Joint Base San Antonio, retired Brigadier General Guy Walsh, along with teams of researchers, scientists, and security experts, are studying grid vulnerabilities and deploying measures to protect them from getting fried. For obvious security reasons, Walsh won't divulge specifics 
but says their goal is to really look across the board at training, at education, and the technologies uh, that are going to help make uh, the electrical grid both resilient to attack, but able to recover uh, more quickly. Meanwhile, grid operators in some regions of the country are also heeding warnings to prepare for solar storms and sunspots blasting particles into space called coronal mass ejections. William Murtagh's group at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, maintains a direct line with all the electric companies in the event of a geomagnetic eruption. When we see one of these large eruptions occurring on the sun and the what we call a coronal mass ejection coming towards Earth, we initiate this hotline call and we make communication with essentially the entire grid, owners and operators across the nation. Researchers with the U.S. Geological Survey released this map last year showing grid systems in the Midwest and eastern seaboard that are particularly vulnerable to solar storms. Murtaugh says electricity operators are now constantly assessing areas of vulnerability. If there's vulnerability to certain equipment, maybe they can modify that equipment, the manufacturing of that equipment to make it hardened, to make it better protected against the geomagnetic storm. There are many different actions they can take to ensure that the grid stays up and running during these big geomagnetic storms. Still, the big challenge is that many of America's electricity systems weren't designed or built with the thought of being protected against cyber threats or EMP attacks. The systems themselves are very antiquated. Um, they're very old. Uh, security is very difficult to do on these types of devices. And we've seen uh, in prior attacks where Russia has infiltrated our power grid from a military preparedness perspective, which means in the event that there is a conflict, could Russia impact our grid? Former NSA hacker David Kennedy tells CBN News that only a few of them are even prepared to handle today's level of hacking sophistication, especially those attacks coming from China. China is very uh, pressing because it, they have a very long-term view. Um, they're very focused on intellectual property theft, uh, as well as their military capabilities from a cyber warfare perspective. I mean, they are they're handing it to us here in the United States from a cyber warfare perspective, and they're definitely scary. The energy industry is the third most targeted sector for cyber criminals, behind only finance and manufacturing. And according to the energy department, hackers have the capability to shut down America's power grid. There are very malign actors who are trying, even as we speak, there are thousands of attacks on all aspects of the energy sector and the private sector generally. Studies about costs run the gamut from more than $25 billion a year to protect the grid to as much as $7 trillion to upgrade and modernize the whole system. A new survey this week from the nonpartisan group Protect Our Power found a majority of people support more federal funding to secure our nation's electric grid ahead of potential catastrophe. It so often is the case when we face uh, challenges or threats on the horizon, we're better off dealing with it before it hits as opposed to after it hits. George Thomas, CBN News. So there's obviously the threat of the nuclear type. The cyber one is probably the most pressing. There's also um, the solar flares were mentioned. 
in that video, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I had Stan Dale on and he was talking about we're in the height of solar flare season uh, like we've never really seen before. But there's also domestic terrorism. And I want to remind you that the southern border is open. All these, they always say, military-aged men are coming across the border. You know that there are people with bad intentions and cells set up all across America right now. Um, I'm going to give you a realistic view of what could happen after this, but I just want to show you the facts and you can make up your own mind. Uh, there's a report that was done by CBS. This was very recently. And um, she's one of the better reporters that uh, has been really trustworthy. Of course, they start off the show by saying it's white supremacists. <laughs> I'm not playing that part. Uh, Catherine Herridge is her name, but she doesn't go along with that. So just a little bit of a news inside. That's how they... Uh, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't let that happen. Uh, like uh, she wouldn't say that, so they made this dude say it first. But let's uh, let's go ahead and listen to what CBS had to say, and this is very recent, uh, January of this year, I believe. From Washington, Catherine, we understand the power grid could be a target. Good morning. According to the intelligence report obtained by CBS News, these groups have developed credible and specific plans to attack the power grid since at least 2020 as a way to disrupt the country and the ability of government to operate. The report warns extremists adhering to a range of ideologies will likely continue to plot and encourage physical attacks against power networks, which include more than 6,400 plants and nearly a half million miles of high voltage lines. While the bulletin emphasized small-scale attacks are unlikely to cause widespread power loss, it may cause disruption to critical infrastructure like hospitals and police departments. Homeland Security noted several indicators, including online chatter. While the report does not suggest an imminent threat, the Homeland Security Secretary has warned lone wolf actors and small bands of extremists are among the greatest domestic threat because they are hard to detect, disrupt, and can mobilize quickly. Did you know that since 2010, there have been over 900 domestic attacks on our grid? Over 900 attacks. Just in January of this year, it got very little play uh, on the news, but in North Carolina, 45,000 people went without power for days because of a domestic attack. There's been domestic attacks in California. There's been domestic attacks in Oregon and Washington that have been successful. And they don't get play on the national news because they don't want you to be prepared. Please understand your government 
your current government, actually your government, does not have your interest in mind. What are they telling you? They want you to have an electric car and no gas stove. By the way, gas stove would work if there was an EMP attack or a grid failure. But they don't want you to have that. If there is a grid event that happens, you must know that there is no hospital. There is no police coming. There is no, you know, the army will have some assets that are, that will work. The U.S. military has prepared for some of this stuff, okay? But there's no one coming for you. There's no law enforcement. Those law enforcement officers will be at their house guarding their families. It would be everyone for themselves. Look, there are steps we need to do to start to get prepared. Okay? Um, This is a very real scenario. Now, I want to just tell you a couple technical things and, um, and give you a balanced look at this. An EMP... Uh, nuclear event where they detonate something in the sky to take over, to cancel out the grid. Our enemies have the capability. There's no doubt they have the capability. We have the capability too, to do it to them. It's unlikely they would do that because if they did that, I'll guarantee that our, uh, our, our nuclear assets are shielded and it'd be bombs away. That's self-annihilation of the world, okay? So it's not likely that would happen. The cyber attack one is the most likely to happen. By the way, the domestic ones that are happening, I told you like over 900 times in the last like 10, 12 years, Most of them are just dudes with guns going up and shooting like the cooling systems for the transformers and taking out critical support infrastructure that uh, it's that easy. It's happened now. If we have four or five transformers go down, we probably have stock in the U.S. to replace those, okay? But it's unlikely we're going to have a major catastrophic nationwide event. If that happens, they would knock out the grid with a with an EMP. That would be to cancel out all of our alert systems, and then they'd be lobbing the uh, the blow them up bombs at, to follow. Okay, they would just try to take down as much defense as possible by putting out if they were to do nationwide. So. Uh, Do you have to worry about starvation for nine months in that scenario? No. No. Because they're going to lob bombs and we're all going to be gone. If that was the case. The cyber one is likely. Um, You know, there's some cities that 
if you're there, you just need to start making plans to get out. Like, you know, please, anyone who lives in New York City or even Jersey real close to it, I'm telling you, folks, the writing's on the wall. Get out of there. Uh, other major cities like Chicago, um, you know, big financial hub cities are going to be big targets. Um, the West Coast, they're all big targets. And the government is working against you. They're not working for you. So uh, you have to listen to what some people are saying. Um, so it's unlikely, it'd be likely that there would be more regional blackouts. Uh, some of them could take years to fix. Listen, a place like New York City, if it got hit hard and, you know, let's say there's, I, I, I'm going to guess a thousand, no, more than that, probably 2,500, 5,000 transformers just for New York City. Think about it, we have 55,000 nationwide in the United States. It's got to be 5,000 for New York City. And if they took out a couple key ones, you know, listen, New York City could be out of power for, it could be any city. I'm not just saying New York. I'm not a prophet here on this. But go watch that movie, Escape from New York. <laughs> it's already starting to look like it, folks. As they say, the writing is on the wall. But an EMP attack, there's different severities of things, and that is called an E1. That's the most powerful type of attack. Uh, another thing that's very powerful, uh, and many of you have experienced it. We've all experienced it if you live anywhere near a city. And that's an E2 event, which is lightning. You know, lightning's been around forever, and uh, it takes out transformers and stuff like that. And sometimes we go days. Do you remember what was it in 2010? The uh, whole eastern seaboard was out of power for like a week. And where I live, it was in the record cold winter. It was minus 20 Celsius outside. It was bad. And then there's a E3 event, which is uh, like a solar flare. Less powerful, but very real in the damage that it can do. By the way, with the domestic uh, attack, I also wanted to mention, you know, the, these electrical transformers and that, there's a chain link fence around them most times. Some of them might have solid walls. Um, some of them are actually starting to prepare for something like this. But, you know, out of 20 major U.S. power companies, from what I understand, there's about three companies that are starting to prepare for it. Uh, also in your poorer states, you know, ones that haven't had a lot of infrastructure, you know, I think of a state like a West Virginia or something like that, known to be one of the more poor states, uh, one of the most beautiful states, by the way, nothing against West Virginia. I love it there. One of my favorite states, but, um, they, a, a state like that might have an advantage because, they haven't done a lot of modernization of the control system. So the grids are antiquated right across the U.S., but 
in the major cities, they've put in major modern control systems, uh, digital chipsets. So having an older, more analog set, you're safer in certain places like that. But, you know, drones could just go and drop a suitcase thing over a uh, transformer and by, and it would be like almost silent. They could shoot them up. There's all kinds of things they can do. If you've been looking at this sort of thing, um, and I've been looking at this for a long time, you know, there's Faraday bags and stuff like that that are good. Um, I wouldn't rush out and buy any right now. I'm going to give more information and probably do a show on stuff like that when we start talking about some preparedness. Um, you know, one of the first things you might think of if you've heard of a Faraday bag, well, I want to put my cell phone in it. Well, if all of the towers are out, <laughs> there is no cell phone. Um, but, you know, it could be just more of a localized attack and you protect your phone. And when the grid comes back up, and by the way, they, they really don't want to destroy the whole grid because 6G is their plan. They want to get there. So I don't think they really plan on taking down all that stuff. Um, you know what? Let, let me just talk about some solutions. I don't want to go on too long and, and scare the crap out of you. So I have worked with surge protection for over 20 years, being in the uh, consumer electronic space and stuff like that. I used to sell whole home surge protection uh, when I was doing audio and home theater and stuff like that. I would always sell uh, really high-end surge protectors and you probably have surge protectors for your computer. You probably have surge protectors for your TV. Um, if you have a $20 surge protector, it's really not going to do anything. And what most people do not know about the basic surge protector is they have what's called MODs in them and make a long story short, it's, it's think of it as a punching bag. And if it gets punched so many times, it deflates and goes flat. Okay. Uh, typically after about four and a half to five years, your average surge protector is not working anymore. It just won't. They, because of power fluctuations, they take tons of hits. So good for you to know. Um, I've always had whole house surge protectors. It's something I've believed in. Um, not only, you know, in fact, you know, 20 years ago, I wasn't worried about an EMP, but I knew how bad the power was. And when you have expensive electronics in your home, uh, li listen, look at the cost of your fridge right now. Most people don't have a surge protector behind their fridge, yet they've got a, you know, could be a thousand dollars, could be a $5,000 appliance. There's all kinds of critical infrastructure in your house that needs surge protection. And in the case of a cyber uh, EMT or something like that, where it goes 
and it goes throughout a regionalized system, maybe where you live, the grid can be repaired. But if all of the stuff in your home is fried, and by the way, th th there's no repercussions. Did you know that? There's no liability from uh, power companies to ensure that you have good power. If something happens, they're not on the hook. The city's not on the hook. You're gonna you're gonna eat it. You know, maybe your homeowner's insurance will help, but how long is that process and all of your stuff's fried and you can't live in your home because you need energy? So having the right protection is a really, really good idea for everyone. Again, just think of your major appliances, your your fridge, uh, your washer and dryer now. They're not cheap. You know, uh, you have coffee makers. You've got all kinds of stuff that's not protected in your home. So one of the first things I would recommend is a whole home surge protector. And yes, after Stan Dale was on the program, I've partnered with the company which he co-founded. Uh, he is one of the founders. And now through Right On Radio, you can buy EMP shields. So let me just talk to you a little bit about this. This is announcement number one. There's announcement number two, and it's not a product, okay? So stick around for that. Um, in fact, let me just show you very quickly a uh, little introduction to to this. And this is just a, a one-minute commercial that I'm going to play for you, or part of the commercial. And again, if you're just listening, uh, that's fine. You're going to get the information audio-wise. With over 37 models that can be used around the world, our family of EMP protection devices installs easily in minutes. Being employed this year by federal organizations and electrical companies, the EMP Shield has been tested at Keystone Compliance, a federally approved DOD testing facility. Also serving as one of the world's fastest whole home surge protection devices working in less than one nanosecond, the EMP Shield will protect against electromagnetic pulses, coronal mass ejections, lightning, and all forms of power searches. Proven to withstand more than 40 EMP strikes with zero degradation, the EMP Shield is also one of the world's strongest surge protectors, capable of withstanding over 100,000 amps. So thank you so much for watching. Please be sure. Okay, so that's just one of their products. I'm going to show you their website right now. And by the way, the, the uh, oh man, I got to stop saying by the way. <laughs> I got to get a jar and put some stuff in. Um, they gave the wrong website. It's just empshield.com. And when you enter a code ROR, you're going to save $50 per device. Okay. $50 per device. They're not nearly as expensive as you might think. 
let me just show you the website here quickly. Um, and I'm doing this for a reason. So right now, they've extended their memorial sale. So there's 10% off all products. Plus, you can combine that coupon with the $50 off that I'm going to, uh, that you can do. And there, the link right below this video in the description box is going to be a direct link. So you can just hit that link and it'll automatically put the coupon code in the box. If not, just go to empshield.com and when you go to checkout, you'll see a coupon box. Put in ROR and you're going to, when you scroll down, you see your totals, it's going to be deducted from you. And yes, it does support me as well. Um, with having said that, uh, business of the year, all kinds of stuff. It's veteran owned. It's 100% American made free shipping within the continental United States. We can ship to Australia. We can ship to the UK. We can ship pretty much anywhere around the world, but some of those countries you can try to order online. If there's a problem in ordering online, you need to call them. They will make arrangements for you to get the product. Some countries, they, I, I don't understand the whole process, but they say they're able to, but they have to talk to the person. Uh, so keep that in mind. And then you can still just use coupon code ROR and get your $50 off. So veteran owned, what does it do? EMP protection against E1, E2, and E3. Lightning protection, lightning guarantee backed by a $25,000 uh, insurance policy. So if your whole home, whole home surge protector fails, then they can give you up to $25,000 to replace the stuff in your home. Uh, and it also has solar flare protection. It's a little piece, um, really important, uh, you know, how does it work? You can build bundles. Um, it's been tested at military standards, all that stuff you need to know. But what I want to show you is this. They've got them for your home. In the event that your power comes back on, your, your, all your stuff will work. Also, if you have a generator, um, they have a whole home generator protectors as well to protect your generator. If you have a portable generator that you're going to use for your, uh, just your basic systems, I'm going to talk about it like really a DIY way to protect your generator. And then if your house was protected, by this, you can power the critical infrastructure in your home with this, but they have home protection. So you want to protect your home. They have vehicle protection. Listen, your phone's out, your phone's not working. Look, you're, you're not going to be able to go get gas from the gas station either. But if you got gas in your car, guess what? You can go visit that loved one. You can make sure they're okay. 
this is a very, very small price to pay for this type of relief. If you have a ham radio or antenna type of device, uh, some people are getting back into that. Uh, any type of, uh, they have radio protection. If you have solar panels, they will be knocked out by an EMP as well. And if they're connected to your house and it's and your house is still connected to the grid, guess what? All your solar stuff is out. So you can protect your solar. You can protect your generator, three phase. If you have an RV, you might be thinking, I want to have an RV as like a bug out uh, vehicle in case something like this does happen. I need to get away. Well, first of all, you need your vehicle to work. <clears throat> but then what if your RV electrical system is fried? Your RV probably has a battery. It probably has lights and stuff like that. All that could be fried, but we can protect your RV. You can protect your motorcycle. <laughs> because that would be important in a zombie apocalypse. I need to become that Terminator guy. <laughs> I'm going down the road with a shotgun on my Harley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watercraft protection. Maybe you have a boat. And by the way, being in the middle of a lake or offshore, if there was this kind of a, uh, a long-term event like this, uh, that could be one of the safest places in the world. Um, what's also important is you can bundle. So for instance, you can do house and car bundles and stuff like that. You save a little bit of money by doing the bundle. Plus you get the 10% plus you use the coupon code. So let's say you did the house and two car vehicle protection there. So there's three items. You save the 10% off of the three items and you'll save $50 off each of them. So that's another $150 off. Okay. Um, it's the best way to go. <clears throat> and you can view the bundles and, you know, I'll show you the prices. Uh, I may as well be up front with it. Uh, not going to hide anything. So I would say the, probably the most popular package would be just simply this home and auto protection. So I'm going to click here. Add to cart. Oh, you know what? I already have it in the cart. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to put in, so it's about $389. going to put in the comp, apply coupon, ROR. Now it's gone down. So I've got two of these bundles, but you can see it's the save Memorial Day, the coupon. Uh, it takes it all out. I just have to remove one of these. Well, here, let me just do it real quick right here. Remove one of them. So the subtotal would be $778. Uh, Memorial Day, you save $67. The coupon is $100. Total $610 to have your house and your car protected. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what else to say to you. Um, this is something, if you're able to, you absolutely should do. I know I am. In fact, I'll be posting 
video of me installing it in my uh, vehicle and stuff like that uh, on how easy it is. It's like literally 15 minutes tops and, and anyone can do it. Just very basic tools, you know, uh, like to take your battery terminals off, you know, that sort of thing. So empshield.com, uh, make sure that you put in the coupon code ROR or just simply click the link that's in the description and the coupon code will be automatically added for you. Uh, very easy, very much worth your time. And listen, the 10% uh, could be taken off like after the weekend. I don't know, but they have extended it. Uh, you were on borrowed time. Get that extra 10%. Do it today. All right, last announcement. I want to, actually, right before the announcement, I wanted to read you a scripture, actually. And I'm going to pray for you at the end of this as well. I was a, I had a comment, by the way. I, I appreciate that person who gave a comment and said, Jeff, you should pray at the end of your broadcasts. You know what? It's a really great idea. John 14, 2. In my father's house are many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you. Because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And of course, there's all kinds of scriptures in the Bible that talk about preparing a place. David prepared a place for the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, Jesus is preparing a place. You should also prepare your place. You know, at the end of the day, we have to trust in God, but you also have to have common sense. You know, if you trust God and you you know, just go and sit in the, you know, fly me in a helicopter to the middle of a desert. I'm going to trust God. And he's going to say, you're in the middle of the desert and you're without water and you can't get a, you can't get a drink of water. You're an idiot. You're going to die. Okay. Let's be realistic. So if the Lord even prepares his house, why wouldn't you prepare yours? I'm not trying to use scripture to sell something here, but honestly, I think it's, I just want to get past the point of, well, I have faith. I don't have to do anything. You don't have to. You're right. But don't be an idiot. If you're able to, listen, I'm, I'm going to get one for my car, for my motorcycle, for my house, you know. And and the ones that I used to sell were like 1500 bucks. They weren't nearly as robust as these. They've kept the price down as much as possible. And this company is good. They're actually petitioning and working with governments to help fortify some of the grid sites and to help protect the country. They are veterans that are in control of this company. So again, empshield.com, save $50, use coupon code ROR, do it today. Last announcement, our prayer team 
is essential to what Right On Radio does. Right On Radio has morphed over the couple years that we've been here. It has become a faith-based program. Uh, do I do news? Yes, but it's faith-based. And it's because I have a very strong faith, and so does our prayer team. And we're at somewhat of a new beginning. And when I say that, I've mentioned earlier in this program, I'm going to be launching a community-type thing for us all to really collaborate together and actually to, you know, put in your prayer requests. Our prayer team will pray over it. And also we're going to be keeping track of your testimonies as well. When the Lord does answer your prayer, we want to put that on record to glorify God. So with new beginnings, I really felt it was time for a name change. And I had been sitting on this for a few weeks. And I think Sunday morning, I'll tell the story on how I got to the name. Sunday morning, uh, I do the Bible study. And this one is going to be good this Sunday, by the way. It's about some things to come. Oh, it's I, I know you're going to enjoy it. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern uh, on Rumble. But with new beginnings, we've got a new name for our prayer team. And uh, we're always going to put R-O-R in the beginning of it so you know it's, hey, it's us, right? I, I can't really change the name of Right On Radio at this point. But the prayer team is now going to be called Narrow Path Prayer Ministry. Why Narrow Path? Well, I'll tell you the story on Sunday, but essentially it's because we're not going to compromise on our scripture, on our values, on our faith. Jesus says narrow is the path to salvation. Wide is the gate destruction. We're on the narrow path, folks. And I'll tell more about that on Sunday. But please join our narrow path prayer ministry every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. This is on Telegram. And Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know life is busy. I know it's summer. But I'm going to tell you, taking the time to pray to the Lord, especially with a group of strong people who love the Lord with you, will make your summer, make your day, make your month, your year so much better. Take an act in faith and show up. And even if you don't say anything, just be there and pray with us. It's free. It's free. Well, I want to pray for you now. Heavenly Father, I pray to you that in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit that is within me. Lord, we live in tumultuous times, to say the least. 
There's all kinds of countries plotting against the United States. China, Iran, Russia, North Korea. These countries are alluded to in your scriptures about coming against us in the end days, if I've interpreted your scriptures properly. But Lord, the greatest threat to us in the West, Western civilization, is our own domestic governments. Lord, you know their plans. We know their plans. But you are mightier than any of those. Combined, multiplied, it doesn't even come close to you, Father God. And we do put our trust in you. And Lord, if anyone is unable at this time to get one of these, Lord, I just pray that you give provision in everyone's life that's in this community so that they will be wise stewards of their house and Lord and um, just in the community. I, play, I pray for your provision in all things, in their health, in their finances. Lord, you are our provider. We might go and work for other people or anything, but Lord, you gave us that job. You can give us provision in all these things. And most of all, Lord, I pray for an increase in faith. An increase in faith in you, Lord, to get us through these days and to... Lord, to supercharge our prayers, because if we actually believe our prayers when we say them, you're more likely to answer them when we pray in the Father's will. So, Lord, I pray a special blessing upon each and every one in this community. I pray your hedge of protection around each and every one of them. Any demonic forces coming against any of us in this community, Lord, I pray you dispatch them right into the lake of fire. Burn it, Lord. Burn them. They're demonic. Cast them away from us. Lord, you are so good. I value and we treasure you. And we put you first in all things. Amen. And having said that, remember, you really do got to love your God. Love your family. Make sure you have a way to get in contact with them. You know, like your car works. Love your neighbor. And in case of an EMP, if you do all these things, you can definitely make a difference in your community. Love y'all. See you next time.